Good evening, everyone. Welcome to today's edition of Real Talk with Solomon. Uh, we trust you had an amazing week. Uh, the world, the world has been under under what I would call a, a a compulsory leave, and you know this period has been a time for people to rediscover themselves, you know, start something new, and just you know live life. Basically, appreciate the little things that life has given to us, and you know. This week we have been on a series talking about men and inferiority complex. Uh, last week we had uh, Mark F. come around to share his story on how he fell into inferiority complex, the reasons for him and how he was able to overcome it. Uh, today we are going to be having um, someone different. He's someone that I've known for uh, close to three years now. We've worked together on a lot of projects. We are currently working together on a lot of projects and we will still work together on a lot of projects. Um, so <laughs> the reason why I I'm, I'm bringing him on board is because, you know, I, I, I have seen what he has been able to achieve over the years and I'm like, has someone like this ever experienced, you know, inferiority complex at any point of their lives, you know, which a lot of people would not want to adhere to or agree with. But, you know, talking to him, he has been through what most of us have been through and today his narrative has, is totally different you know you know you meet some certain people they are living an extremely good life and then you wonder it is impossible for this person to have gone through a certain thing in their lives so he's one of those people so um today we have um ademiloye adeshola with us you know and then um, he's going to be taking us on a journey um, of his life. So before uh, you know, we bring him on board, we are going to, I'm going to read his profile. So let us just um, pay rapt attention. Ademilo Yadishola started out in the city of Ibadan as a photographer before he discovered another side of himself. He is a brand manager who has worked with so many companies. He is also a social media PR a social media expert, PR, graphic designer, and a media content creator. His love for sports, especially football, has given him the push to be a sport analyst who has worked with many media houses, which includes Pet House FM 102.3 and MITV as a sport analyst. His love for fashion made him found Arcade Dynasty, where he, where he serves as the creative director and CEO of Arcade Models Agency. With over three years of experience running Arcade Model Agency, he has raised and trained well over 200 models within and outside the shores of Nigeria. Wow. He is also the brain behind Arcade Fashion Show, which held in MOV21 Event Center on July 28th and at the Ventura Mall, December the same year. He is the organizer of Ibadan Bridal Fashion Weekend. He is also the creator of Ibadan Fashion Masterclass, a platform used to encourage and raise fashion entrepreneurs. He is also the initiator of Model Masterclass, where he trains models in the city how to navigate their way and to reach their full potential. Adishola has worked with Lagos State Government, creating content for Lagos at 50. He was also part of the team that created content on Ileife. He has helped develop documentary for different companies. With over 50 logo designed for top companies and branding services, his wealth of experiences is second to none. He has worked with various fashion houses and outfits, creating collections and catalogs for them. 
he serves as an associate pastor of the exchange church he's also a pastor so you can do well and do well in christ <laughs> he was recently awarded as one of the 60 most influential personalities in oyo state 2018. arcade dynasty won the best model agency in oyo state 2018 courtesy of models connect Adeshola is a man with vision and focus, diligence, and full of energy. Adeshola is a leader and a great influencer. Join me uh, as we welcome Ademiloye Adeshola on today's episode of Little Solomon. Okay, good evening. Uh, it's good to be here and it's good to know you are out there listening. I believe you are in for a great time today. Just sit back and enjoy the ride. Okay, um, thank you very much. You know, it's excited. Uh, I, 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 I hope that you all are all excited. Okay, um, Mr. Adishola, can we meet you? Okay. <laughs> uh, my name is Ademiloye Oluwatosin Adishola. Uh, but people call me Adishola now. But my mom still calls me Oluwatosin. And uh, okay, I'm from uh, Ile Fashion State. Um, I was born some years ago, <laughs> probably two, two decades or three decades ago, and uh, it has been an amazing journey. Grew up in, in uh, I, I, I spent my first 12 years in the city of Lagos before moving down to Ife, and then before I moved down to school in Ilanogun, and uh, before moving back to Ibadan. I'm uh, moving down to Ibadan, I think uh, in the year, I think 2012 or 13 there or so. Uh, so I think uh, from there I've been uh, strictly in the, in the media industry, creating content and uh, being behind the scene. Even with this now, we are still behind the scene. <laughs> so uh, that's who I am. I'm a lover of God. Uh, I'm, a, I'm also a lover of common sense. I love people when people use common sense. I, I really appreciate that. Sometimes you don't need something big to change the world. You just need something little that will make the whole difference. So uh, that's who I, who I would say I am. I, I, I uh, initiate, uh, initiated so many movements and other and uh, work with my team to achieve uh, most uh, activities and things mostly from the fashion and modeling industry in the city of Ibadan, uh, which we are still hoping to, to do more. So yeah, in a nutshell, that's who I would say I am. Okay, um, fantastic. So Mr. Adishola does quite a lot of things, even from his profile, you know, I believe that you would have heard a lot from the things that he does. So, um, Mr. Adishola, we talked about um, inferiority complex, and then I remember when we were talking, you mentioned about your secondary school days. Mm. So, um, for you, what is inferiority complex, and how did it start? Okay, um, I think um, uh, sometimes uh, uh, I tell people when I want to define something, the best way to define something is the angle that person comes, that thing comes or reacts to you. And when you want to talk about inferiority complex, is that uh, sometimes that for me is more like a, uh, uh, I won't say it's part of our life, but it's, it's that uh, let me say turning point you get in your life where things look awkward, uh, when uh, things look like you are not acceptable in the society, uh, where probably uh, you have an encounter with someone and they are not really. Uh, are giving you that honor and that respect uh, which you deserve 
Uh, so uh, it comes in and uh, in all of this, all of this, all of all of this step. I will have defined for you in dictionary, but no, I want to define for you in the way I experienced it, okay, and, and, and in the way I I felt. Uh, I, I I I let me say I, I can I can say call it. Let me say a level of verbal abuse or or mm. or, or an action abuse mm. uh, from someone probably superior to you, which people also call superiority complex, or someone even of your of your of your of your of your of your age mates, and then mm. that. That makes you feel uncom- un- uncomfortable. So I think that's what I, w- I would just say about about that. Okay. Um. So for you now, how did it start? How was the journey like? Was it a family member, your brother, your parents, the community you lived in, the school? You know, a lot of people have places by which it you know where it all started. So for you, where did it start? How did it start? Okay. I think for me, my first encounter. Uh, was when I was growing up in Lagos before my secondary school days. I think this is let me say this is what this is what this was the main uh, let me say uh, the main one I, I would say really changed everything for me. That's how it all kick started. I remember then we grew up in Lagos and my dad had a school and we are doing pretty well. My dad is also a pastor, but you know, so you understand that fact that uh, as a child of a pastor, you know, you have some benefit that comes with it uh, where members can come give you something and st- stuff like that. We were three of us. Uh, my junior brother, uh, growing up, uh, who was the last born, stayed in Ife. He attends the OAU staff school then. Um, while myself and my brother uh, um, uh, stayed with my dad. So, uh, growing up, uh, 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 let me say, subconsciously, un- unconsciously, we just realized that we were growing up with uh, more like our stepmother, mm. uh, which uh, we never knew what happened. We just knew that our mom was not available at that moment. So, uh, we, had, we grew up with our stepmother. And then we had a, we had, let me say, we had a great time because I remember then, uh, because I was a second born, so I, I became the last born, uh, because my, my, the last born was now around, he is in boarding school in, in Ife. So my dad really loved, loved me, the way he treats me. I know I, I'm kind of special. You know, those last born feeling treatment they give you. <laughs> and so, I, but as a young lad, I just didn't, didn't see this. I saw that whenever my dad uh, probably uh, is not around, things, the atmosphere in the home changes. Mm, you mm. understand? That's when the, the my stepmother had the full authority in the house. You know, she can tell you do this and do that. And then I realized the way uh, she was, she approached me and she talked to me was quite different from the way my dad does. Mm. And you know, my dad would ask me, "Hey, I'm the last one. You always call me, tossing. What are we eating tonight? I'm, I'm, I'm the one that dictates whatever we eat at night." You know the others few, mm-hmm. and remember this woman who just call, just call, you know, just shout your name, more like a bully. Just maybe do something. The way she would excuse your ears, the way she would give you a knock. And so they were like two different treatments for me. And as a young lad, I couldn't place all these things together. Mm. And the the worst which she, which which uh, 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 she she did, or she 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 did constantly then was whenever I I maybe I offended her or do anything wrong, she would tell me to go and stay at the back of the curtain. So you imagine there is a curtain now at, at the door. So someone, the door is closed. Mm-hmm. You are not in between the curtain and the door. Ah. Yes. It was that bad. And you can, the only thing you can see is darkness. Wow. So you can be Not there. even the one beside the window. No. And you can be there for hours. Wow. Wow. Which is more like a punishment. Hmm. The other one she does is, you know, this Angers we use then, they are always on the wall angers. Mm-hmm. I know you know clothes are there, mm-hmm. and you know all those places where mosquitoes hide mm-hmm. during, during the day. She will tell us to go behind those doors. And uh, behind the, the uh, what's the, the uh, anger now, mm-hmm. we are there for hours, two hours. You can't see nothing and you can't come out. 
Wow. Because if you should come out, something else will happen. And we'll be there sometimes when guests come to visit. You know, it's the pastor's house. When guests come, mm. you know, we shall you start to package. And then when they are, when they go, you go back there again. So it was a very, very, uh, let me say, traumatic, traumatic experience wow. uh, growing up. Because, uh, and I was able to learn fast because I realized, okay, my dad treats me differently. Mm. This woman treats me differently. Mm. So what are the two? They are two contrasting. I, 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 I never even knew she was not my mom. I never even know what it means to have a mom then. I never, maybe I was just six six seven years old wow so that she really dealt with us in a negative way it was not really mm. a good experience mm. uh, because some child will probably lost uh, their mind uh, mm. in that process mm. and then we went through those process over time over and over sometimes my other brother will rebel will fight against it no you can't you know that's he, he was he, he, he was more mature than me and uh, he had more he had experienced more life than me so he would stand against and he was he to me was, he was 10 years old then so it was always a war and a battle between uh, my elder brother and, and, and my stepmother wow. whenever my dad is not at home so mm. that was my let me say my first experience of saying uh, uh, of facing such thing as a kid it was a tough one I, I must tell you wow 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 so the 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 fact that she always asks you to stay in between the door yeah. and, and what other things did she do did did, did it also affect your feeding did she also did, did she always talk you down uh, probably you didn't do something to her own expectation even though you even put in your best and ensure that you delivered well how was it like apart from that yeah yeah you know you know then uh, being the kid of uh, the uh, let me say the uh, last born of the house right you are meant to do some chores you understand wash plates and all those things and if this happens to everybody. There is no way you will wash plate then than the plates will not get broken. There's no way. If you if your mom should buy, let me say four or let me say ten new uh uh, uh what's it called now Un- unbreakable. Call them un- unbreakable then. They should buy <laughs> ten unbreakable. I can tell you before the weeks run, runs out, five are already gone. They are they are breakable. They are gone. So you know all, the, all those things. You should, you know, sometimes my dad gets these stuffs. He brings them home. Then I'm I'm washing the plates. Oh. You know, and the way she runs out, she scream. You, it will, it will be like you should, the, the girl should just consume you. Car. It was not once, not twice. At the point, I was using my feeding money to to donate to to contribute to buy those plates, and my dad did not even know about it. I can't even tell my dad. So the bullying mm. was so much. Wow. The way she talks us, talk talks us, that mostly me, we were, we were three of us. The two of them are more uh, uh, on the advantage ad- advantage side when it comes to facial facial look. I am not really at the advantage level. So the way she she just the way she wash me brings me down as a kid. And you were like, who, who did I really offend? It, 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 do not make it worse. I do not even know what she was doing was wrong because I I hardly can 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 put all those things together then. Mm. It was until when I was growing up, I was oh, what this woman did then was, this was what she, what she did to me. Mm. It was now I could I could lay the puzzle, I can put the puzzle together and say, oh, I I, I went through something mm. really traumatic. Wow. I remember when, when, when we were about to leave Lagos, we left the day after my birthday, I think in the year 2000, that's December 8th. I still put that added to my memory. We left Lagos that day, mm. and uh, uh, with no money in our, in our hands, it was that crazy. The, the the let me say the suffering was we can call it was too much. We had to leave Lagos, pack our stuffs, palm, and then we we moved down to Ife. We were we were in the bus. I think we only had 120. Lagos to Ibadan then was 120. Imagine, <laughs> we only had one. It was 140. We only had 120 with us. Wow. In the car, me and my brother, we have to lap ourselves. 
let me just call the shit the story short there. It was the the treatment, mm. the bullying, the uh, uh what's it called? Uh the uh, uh the uh it was just out of this world. Wow. The way we were treated. Wow, that that must have been a lot. Mm. Uh, I cannot imagine it mm. because I was not in your shoes. Perfect. Okay, um so now up to the next question. How did that affect your relationship with yourself mm. and then with people? How did that you know cause the inferiority complex for you? How yeah. did it cause it? What she did, how did it translate to the way you related with yourself first, yeah. how you saw yourself and then how you related with other people? Yes, I think for me, most importantly, uh, the first thing I realized was I, I, I had uh, I had no confidence in myself. Mm. I lost that confidence finally. I can tell you, I can't talk when people are talking. When my friends are talking, I can't, I, I'm not, I can't. I'll just keep quiet. Mm. I can't do anything. I would, I, would, I would prefer to just keep short because I know if I should talk, someone will probably shut me down because of the experience I had with her. So I'm always putting everybody in that in a position. Okay, this person is older than me. If I should say this thing now, it's going to go against it by default. Mm. I can tell you, even I've overcome it up till now, I can tell you, if we are in a, a probably a, a training, someone older than me, do all the old training for us. Bring professor from advert. When it's time for question, I don't ask questions. Mm. Not because I don't I don't have questions, mm. but I can't just mm. I, I can't I can't give you that chance of me standing up, mm. asking my question, and you now shut me down. Mm. Uh, it it won't it it it's it's gonna stir up something else in me. So I lost a lot of confidence in myself. I don't talk even in school. It affected my grades. And when like when we came to Ifeo, I met my mom. My mom was like, ah, you know, this boy, when you are in Stockholm, this school, a man be first in it, a man be first in it. It's really affected me. Mm. For me to even meet up with my grades, till yes, yes, two. Is it just yes, two or just two years? Yes, two or just three? I had to, I had to, I was promoted on on trial. Wow. Imagine, <laughs> I was promoted on trial. No, except mm. my SS one. I think I repeated the class. Wow. Because whenever it, that it was a part of my life that I can't, it really dictates mm. the next step. It's, you know, it's more like a foundation. When the foundation is wrong, mm. any other thing you are bringing on it, it will be affected. Mm. So it 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 went there for a long time. Mm. So I lost confidence in myself. Even in secondary school, then I can't even, I can't, I, I don't talk in class. Mm. I don't talk. I just keep quiet. Mm. It was it was it was it was not really not really a good one. I must tell you, not really a good one. Wow, wow, that, that that was a lot. See, now, one of the things that I've learned, you know, from the number of guests that I've brought on this, you know, this platform is that most of the time, the effects of this inferiority complex are usually lifelong. There are things that you keep on conquering every yeah. single day. Okay, um, we still have more questions for you, okay. uh, but um, we are going to go on a short musical break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to continue. And for those that are just joining, welcome to today's edition of We Talk with Solomon. Um, today we have Mr. Adim Louis Adeshola. You know, he's taking us through the journey of his life. Um, sit back and enjoy Set Me Free by Saudi Soul. I'm 
Nikiwa kijana Bile bangi nilivuta Ome nilipewa kwa sana Na wasichana wali nipenda Wengine wali nikata Na hapa nilipo amka Sikula la jana Na biga dance usiku kucha Kijana kwa wasichana Na masirizi lipasuka Wengi wali zana kwa sana Na vijana wengi waliko badeni Wapelekeze queen masani Wakato wanishwa bila kuonjeshwa Wasani tulipodea Okay, um, welcome back from that short musical break. Um, that was Set Me Free by Saudi Soul. Um, okay, before we went on the short musical break, uh, Mr. Adishola talked about um, the kind of family that he grew up in, the absence of his mother basically being the source of the inferiority complex for him. Uh, you know, talking about the things that his stepmom did the way she made life for him and then these things affected him in his academics in his relationship with himself and other people and then even up until now he can still even see the after effects you know um so we have we're going to be having him for the next couple of minutes and he's going to be talking to us about how he overcame it how he came out strong and how he was able to achieve the feats that he has after those things had happened. So, uh, Mr. Adishola, how did it happen? How did you overcome? What is your overcomer story? Okay, what is your overcomer story? How did it happen for you? Yeah, I think my turning point came around when I was in XS1. Uh, that, then XS2, XS1, XS2, I was a little bit liberated. Because at that point, I got to realize I had talent. I could draw. Uh, even though in class, I wouldn't talk. Well, yeah, the teacher asked me a question, I wouldn't say anything. Uh, so uh, automatically people just believe you don't know it. So um, I so I, I realized I could draw. I went I went to buy a drawing, what's it called? A drawing book, a big one then. So I was drawing. I realized oh I have a talent. 
I, I could put in place. So from there, even when I make my drawings, I will still hide them under my my my, my wardrobe. Uh, what's it called in school now? Is it cupboard now? The one we use in school then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I will hide it locker. under locker. Yes, under my locker, and nobody should be able to see it. So one day, uh, one day I was I was I was drawing. I was drawing. So I used my hand to cover my drawing. So my head was down on my on my what's it called on my on my drawing book on my drawing book. And then before I knew it, almost ten people, let me say ten ladies of my class were on me. Looking at what I was doing, I was like, so I, I never knew. Star boy. By the time I would look up, I was like, wow. It was like, wow, so you can draw, so you can do this. So I was like, wow. that was the first time I would, I would have a, a good compliment in my life. I could not really place it. Are you serious? Eh? Mm. So all of you like drawing. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so so I, I, I did that and then... Uh, in school, I I, I, I I discovered myself a little bit. I knew, okay, if I want to make myself happy, I have to make other, people's, other people also happy. Hmm. So I was writing notes in the class. Hmm. You pay me or not, I kept writing notes for you. I was helping people. I was assisting people. Are you getting me? So from there, people get, oh, who are you? No, people now get to want to know who you really are. Hmm. Ah, and then I was, so I, I, started, I started having friends. Are you getting me? And the friends were majorly people that can, that could get from me. Not really people that want to, they wanted to offer me anything. Oh, mm-hmm. this guy can write. So when I'm not in class, I can write my notes for you. So from there, I was seeing that more like a, like a platform to now express myself to people. Mm-hmm. And I was doing that. SS1, SS2, I was named the best artist in school. You know, it feels good. SS3, I was able to do that. And then, you know, again, for everybody, we have that turning point in our life. Life is, life is all about transition. Mm-hmm. You are done with secondary school. You want to go to I, I Institution, there is this one year break that everybody experiences, and I tell mostly parents and people this is where the life of most uh, children are, are, are formed and made. Mm. If such child is not well taken care of at that moment, mm. it may go astray. Mm. I guess so, at that point, I too, I just felt okay, what can I do? I went on the streets, you know, now become a street boy, doing your stuff, and but I always knew I had a purpose. Mm. I, have, I always knew, even if I'm in the streets. I'm not seeing myself in that street for a long time. Mm. So I was learning the way of the streets, which I did for a while. At the point, I went to school to an NC to a, to a college there, an NC program, and I just knew this was this was not my way. So I had to just change my ways. But I was praying and looking up to God that okay, how can I discover who, who uh, I am? Mm. Again, I, I also had an experience with my mom too mm. that really spoiled everything. Too well, I, when I was um, trying to. I was I was discovering myself through heart. I could draw all those stuff. Then I had so many drawings, like three drawing books at home. And my mom was always angry after secondary school. You go and look for admission, you are drawing. One day she packed all my artwork, all my drawings, and threw them away. Kai. Art was what was consoling me, what was giving me joy. She, she packed them again. I up to date, I don't know where those artworks are. So she it was like she took all the whole life away from me. Mm. And when she did, I was like, okay, no problem. She be, you don't want to see me at home. You won't see me at home. I left home for like a week or two weeks. I did not come back home. I went on the streets. I was sleeping in one bar, you know, sleeping in one bar. But I just knew mm. that was not God's purpose for my life. Mm. So at a point after school, I knew I had to... Uh, okay, then I was at home then. I used to watch this, uh, uh, this program on TV. Uh, uh, it's called Sound Vision Entertainment Program. Okay. I watch it. So I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. I, they play a little musical video. So I want to shoot video. I can do it. I don't, I, I'm creative. 
can do it. I want to draw. I can draw. I want to design. I can. So you understand? Mm. Even though I I, I I I couldn't find my way to that point, but I knew what I wanted to do. I was going to go into entertainment. Mm. So at the point when I um, I was I was done with school, I moved down to Ibadan. I was I find my I was working in the filling station, which I was the manager then. I ran Omiya deal towards an apata so i was working in that film station and i just knew god wanted me to leave for the first three months i was seeing money but i was not fulfilled mm. i was a manager i come early i opened the tank for the guys to sell the foil but i was not just fulfilled so i knew if i want to overcome this thing i have to find my purpose and function in the area of my purpose mm. so when I, I get to realize that I joined a, a Bible-believing church, uh, the Exchange Church. Before I, I go to church, I've gone to so many churches, but just go, you know, just you just go. Today you're not, they're not consistent. Mm. And then from there, I started listening listen to the Word of God. Started having confidence in myself better mm. that I am, I am, I am more than whatever I'm going through. Mm. I can do better. Mm. I'm a gift to this nation. So mm. all those good words brought back my confidence to some extent. Mm. That at the point I was even like I was overconfident like okay if the bible says i can do this i'm, I'm a nation that means let's go and experience let, let me go and practicalize this thing you understand what i'm saying so mm. i put all those things together by then i could wake up in the night and pray for one hour pray for two hours just destroying the disturbing the atmosphere you know it just gives you that confidence that okay yes i'm, I'm doing something right so I did, I passed through all those process. Mm. At, at, at that point too, I was in church, I was trying to support people. Yeah, I have my own challenges. Are you getting me? Mm. But if you have an issue, I'll look for a way I can support you, I can help you. So with all those things, I, I let me say, I left my baggages behind me and I was helping other people. And before I knew it, my baggages and all my challenges went away. Wow. So so I did that for a while and then I, I, at the point I said, okay, all this is my creativity, let me put it into use. Let me let me let me let me document them. At the point I had to go to Lagos to document Lagos as 15. I went to Ife, documented Ife. So some some other little towns like that. And from there I was gaining my confidence. Okay, yes, I can do this. Oh, this work is beautiful. So I did this. So you know some people were convinced, oh, this guy is, is doing well. So at that point we went on and went on and went on and went on until I get to the point that okay, this is what I want I want to do. I want to start my photography studio, which I did. At the point I had to transition into modeling, fashion, and then everything came around. And then as I was doing that, I knew my, my default mentality is you are not accepted. Mm. So whenever I come to you and I share an idea with you and you can't see the light or the vision in that idea, I just believe you are not up to the level I probably have placed that vision. Mm. So I won't feel bad and I won't feel discouraged. Are you mm. getting me? I go back and go and work on it myself. Mm. And that was what I was able to do for the first two or three years of my life. Okay, at the point I had to go for training for almost like five years. I was training after that. That was 2012 to 2017. Adding value. Adding value to myself. Mm. I, I, so I did that over and over and over again. Then I was training for... When I, when I was training, our team head then, I think... I was more than seven years older, older than him, but I still humbled myself, you know, mm. committed myself to learn from him. Mm. He's doing well now in Lagos, so, so I, I was able to humble myself, mm. come to discover who I am mm. in God, who I am personally, mm. my talent, my potential, and what I can do to change my situation or to change the world. So I left that me 
and I was like, okay, what can we do to influence people? What can we do to support people? So I was about my, I'm, I'm, my people say I'm a, I'm a people's person. So I was about the people, okay, let me help you, let me help you. And before you know it, my issues and my challenges, my fears, all went away. And to, to, to make it interesting, I, I, let me say, I feel like 15, 15 years, I, we, I had a chat with also my, my stepmother. We were talking. And I'll be real with you, she was amazed, amazed, and she was surprised mm. with the level of transformation. Wow. She couldn't hide it. Wow. I can tell you. She was not the one complaining, and this one, this one happened. I was not the one advising her. <laughs> do this like this, do it like this. Wow. She, when she saw I was doing photography and media, I said, ah, she wants her children to, to also learn media and photography. I said, okay, don't worry, do it like this. Do it. So I was not like, I was not the one mentoring her. <laughs> Wow. But whenever she speaks, she she knew what she did to us when we were growing up was wrong. Was was not even wrong. Was was out of because we were too young to even understand what she was doing. Hmm. It was out of context, hmm. and we just bless God for where we are today. Wow. So from the things that you said, um, I picked one thing. One of the ways you overcome the inferiority complex was helping other people. Yes. So helping other people. You know, making them better mm. in return made you better. Yeah. The fact that you could help someone else get better made you in return better. Exactly. So that is, you know, very, very okay. Something I just, I just took away from this, from this your session. Okay, your final words in one minute. What is your takeaway for, or what is your giveaway to everybody who is listening? Uh, for you know anybody who is probably battling with inferiority complex a man because we are currently dealing with the uh, men and inferiority complex mm. of course it can also most of the time it applies to both genders mm. so what is your giveaway for for men women or anybody listening now who is probably battling with the same thing or as even, or is even in a worse situation mm. what is your advice in a few words how to overcome it and you know and be a better version of themselves okay i think for me uh what i will just tell you number one discover yourself know who you are know your strengths are you getting me know what know what you are made of know who you are in jesus in christ jesus are you getting me no just you have to, to, to get to that point where your purpose in life align with god's mandate and with god's purpose on earth and from there you can over you can start overcoming challenges because at that point you're not looking at your, at your issues again you are looking at possible ways where you are the, the light of the world and you are a hill that cannot a city that cannot be hidden so mm-hmm. you, you you have to take note of that and uh, number two is like i said earlier help people it's very very good to support people no matter what age or level level you are no matter what anything you are going through Look for 10 people you can support, you can help. Even just for you to just help them clean the floor. That's why I tell people, be committed in church, no matter what. Be committed. Go to church, be committed. Just just do your part. Look, you are without any, any reward. Mm. Just for, do your for part. Those, for those who are not Christians. For those who are not Christians, help people. Uh, what's it called? Uh, um, uh, what, what, volunteer for NGOs. Mm. Are you guys Just do something to, to benefit humanity. When 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 those things when you do all those things you see more value in yourself people see more value in you mm. and we want to engage you on a higher pedestal when it comes mm. to the, uh, the things of destiny and the, and, the, and the things that matter so mm. you have to do that you have to understand and again when you you are in a situation don't overthink it mm. don't overthink don't say oh uh, the world is crushing on you no 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 try and take your take a deep breath go and mm. sleep. Mm. Are you getting me? I know, I know it, will, it will challenge you, it's, it's a worry for you, but just go and sleep, 
when you wake up again, don't think about it. Just ask for yourself, mm-hmm. what is the way out? What mm-hmm. is the solution? Mm-hmm. Seek for information. Go online. Seek so many informations on whatever you are going through. Talk to someone. Find a mentor. Are you listening? Get a mentor you can talk to, you can relate to, that you can trust. Mm. Talk to them. Are you getting me? Mm. Always, no, always make sure you are accountable to someone. Mm. Don't ever make that mistake. Mm. Always make sure you are accountable to someone. Mm. Someone that can tell you stop that and you stop. Someone that can tell you do this and you do it. So don't be, don't be boxed up in that is me, is my life. Don't be boxed up in that social media life. Mm. Don't be boxed up in this generation uh, where uh, we believe nobody can, can, can really talk to you or nobody can influence you. Yes, have your mind, know what you are doing, but be committed, be accountable, and have a mentor. Well, thank you very much. Um, you mentioned that <clears throat> one thing you know people can actually do to, to get out of it is, number one, helping other people. Yeah. <clears throat> Setting goals for themselves, being accountable and you know these are practical steps that you have used and that has worked for you okay um thank you very much uh, mr adim Adishala. okay um we have one question and the person said the question is coming from mr shito he said talking about the year teenagers are defined or made is it because of age or society or development? I don't think I understand the question, but you said you mentioned it. Yes, yes, I mentioned it. Okay. Yeah, let me let me be more uh, on that level. Let me be more explicit. That age where you finish secondary school, and I want every parent to note all these things, because that point, most of the of the teenagers go astray. Let me say seventy percent of them, with my with, with what, what I've seen, that age is where you are. If you're secondary school, you are fourteen, fifteen, or sixteen. You are looking for admission into an institution. Mm. You have that one year vacuum mm. to write work and to write jam, but to write jam, are you getting me? Mm-hmm. And then mo- when you see most parents are probably government workers, mm-hmm. they go, they, they leave home from eight in the morning, they come back by five in the evening mm. without taking care of their children. Mm. And then the children has the capacity to, to manage. That's where the guys have boyfriend, as girlfriend. Mm. That's when the, the girls have boyfriend. I'm serious. That is when most of the young girls engaging all this immorality, sex, mm-hmm. and then they get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Even those when they are not pregnant, they are so engaged that the mother don't know what they are going through. It has been exposed, but mm-hmm. they, will, they will keep doing calm, they will keep keeping calm at home, the mother still believes everything is okay. Why things are not really okay with the child? So because they are not properly monitored, mm-hmm. they are not properly taken care of, they, they have that influence and that platform to go astray. So that age is very, very critical for everybody to know. You have a junior sister, give them attention at that moment. Let them know what they are doing. Let mm. them go and learn something. Mm. Let them probably go to lesson. Even in lesson, they will, be, they will see these guys there, but there's a way you can manage them. You can't take it away from society, mm. but you can educate them and manage them well mm. in that season mm. so that they can easily transition into their life. And another point of transition is when you finish your, your institution, you are looking for a job. Is another dedicated transition. Most graduates that, that, will, that will graduate won't get the job. Mm. So, and that is another moment where some people will be lured into uh, criminal, criminal activities. So, so many things happen when, when we are transitioning in life. Mm. So, we have to note, note all those areas and know how to manage them. Mm. Don't overthink it. Prepare for your transition. You are in school now. You are, you are next year. You are graduating. Prepare for it. Mm. What am I doing next year? Mm. Start preparing for it so that when you get to that bus stop, you won't be overwhelmed. Mm. You are in secondary school now. When I finish secondary school, what am I doing? Instead of you just going uh, at the opposite way, 
start using your talent and your potential and then you can navigate and easily uh, have a smooth transition but i can tell you if you can note all these things i think uh, any child and anybody should enjoy their life wow thank you very much for you know that insightful session mr adishola uh, we are grateful and then we hope that a lot of people have learned um if you want to listen to this again, you know, there are one of two things that you would like to pick from it or some, some things that you skipped, or you probably joined late. Um, by tonight, I'm going to upload them on Anchor and then you can always listen on it. And to catch up with our old and our old podcasts, our podcasts are actually not old, but then to catch up with our previous podcasts, just um, go to Google and search Really Talk with Solomon. Uh, it's, they are available on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Radio Public, on Anchor, just to mention a few. So uh, thank you very much once again, Mr. Adeshola. We look forward to having you. Uh, so if people want to connect with you, probably ask you questions. How did they reach you? Your social media handles. Yes, you can check my uh, on IG at Prince Adeshola. Adeshola has, a, has an H. Uh, Prince Adeshola one on on IG. You can DM me, send or probably on WhatsApp. Can I drop my number? Yeah, yeah, you can, you can. Yeah, 090-5186-8446. No, 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 don't, don't, don't say it. Don't, don't say it the second time. I'm saying, it, I'm saying this why, so that you can go and listen to the podcast again, so you can get the number. So if you didn't get it the first time, listen to the podcast when it's on Anchor, and then you can get the number. Um, thank you very much once again, everybody, for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Really Talk with Soul. If you have questions, suggestions, send us an email at Really Talk with Solomon at gmail.com. Uh, we are going to be going now. Uh, <laughs> um, enjoy intro. Do what makes you happy by Saudi Soul. Do what makes you happy. Thank <laughs> you.